This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you want to stay up to date with the messiest drama on the internet, or what about those crazy viral challenges? Then be sure to tune in to TMZ Verified, the podcast. I'm Wild. I'm Steph. And each week we're either breaking down the spicy viral stories or we're hanging out with the most popular influencers around. Tana Mojo is in the building. I don't even know if they're hating. They're probably just telling the truth, but we love the haters too. Sophia Franklin. Yeah, I mean, we can talk, but like, let's be real with each other, you know? Bryce Hall is here, y'all. Make some noise, people. I'm, I'm single, by the way. Right. So if you like viral drama, influencer culture, and just overall hot messiness, check out new episodes of TMZ Verified every Thursday right here on Spotify. I've got kids, and that means it's always about them. But I need support, too. That's where Ollie comes in with their delightful, hardworking gummies. My partner and I can actually get a good night's sleep, so we'll both stand a chance of managing our stress responses. Even when the kids are doing parkour in the living room, discover Ollie vitamins and supplements. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I've probably mentioned that I'm in a bit of a career transcendence place right now, meaning that I'm trying to figure out where there's this instinct that I have that there's some new direction I need to go in, but I don't know quite what it is. And that's sort of the definition of transcendence. It's less about going towards something specific and more about letting go of where you just came from. And in some ways, uh, the letting go part is really hard because knowing what to let go of <laughs> without uh, sinking the ship is is a major challenge, right? Because like I still got to pay the bills. I would love to just let go of everything and let it all emerge and see what happens. But transcending in general is uh, a really arduous process. Sometimes it feels like multiple lanes of your personal highway of life are closed and you still have to operate and you still have to like, you know, do the day-to-day -day tasks while also shedding layers and figuring out what's coming. And so like some of this podcast is, is, is me processing that. I mean, this podcast has always been me about, about me processing and figuring out uh, what's next for me personally or stuff that I'm thinking about. And this is no different. This is, this is me trying to play with what um, might be coming. And uh, some things that are sticking out to me, I, sometimes I'll, do, I'll pull tarot cards. I haven't really done that much in my life, but these days it's really nice as like a prompt. I think of it as like just a, what does it reflect to me? What, what does what the card mean represent what's happening inside of me? And I keep pulling the High Priestess card, which is more about feeling than thinking and, uh, you know, letting go, shedding transcendence. Uh, and it, it's really fitting the theme of where I am. I remember when I was a kid and I used to watch the show, Clarissa explains it all. It always felt like she did explain it all. Like I would come home from 
from school and she would be touching upon, you know, like a middle school topic because I was in middle school and it was very much like all of the interpersonal stuff where like, oh, you have a crush on somebody or like your parents are being annoying or whatever. It always just seemed like it clicked on something I was thinking about or it made me think about something that I wasn't thinking about. And, uh, I, I was always like, Clarissa totally explains it all. <laughs> so, uh, it was fun for me and I really enjoyed that. And, you know, Tara feels like that these days where it's really helping me to extract, um, something that does feel like it's, it's something I'm processing. And, uh, so this high priestess card has been there. There's this relationship to, it, it is about kind of going more into the feminine feeling space, which is not something I've typically done. Uh, I think about my personal history and, uh, in the last episode, I just talked about like trying to be masculine all my life. Uh, and I think there's, I mean, it's very much been a need for that. Um, and very much been feeling like I was attempting to overcompensate. Uh, I, uh, that I spent a lot of time trying to do a style of thinking and being and living and feeling that wasn't naturally resonant with my circumstances. And so I've been more resonant with this, like more feminine, more receptive, more harmonizing, more diffuse, more open, more complex, uh, more creative more co-creative style of being. Some of it is, I feel like embracing more art making. Um, some of it is letting go of creativity as a service at some point. Uh, right now that's what pays the bills. So I'm not going to let it go in, in such a short fell swoop. This might be a, a long-term transition. Um, some of it is, is I really enjoy advising. I'm just not sure in what capacity. I really enjoy, I, I enjoy helping people make money or helping people get on their mission or purpose. Uh, but I'm not necessarily good at doing it directly. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm really good at enabling and awakening someone's potential through calibrating their thought process and helping them get out of their own way. Cause ultimately I feel like that's what we do a lot is get in our own way. And if I'm able to facilitate that for some people, that'd be really awesome. I would love doing that. I just saw a tweet about uh, AI and how a lot of young people in their 20s, so kind of young millennial, um, some people are calling them Gen Z, but I think they're young millennial personally. Um, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh there was a tweet about how they're freaked out about AI and how to stay on top of things and how to, to, to stay abreast of what's happening with this ever evolving emerging space. And I find that that could be an opportunity. Like I haven't played with a lot of AI, but I think I have, um, strong philosophical calibrative mentor style, support that I could provide to like how to think about it as a creative service person or as someone who's trying to develop a career or how to ad adapt to changing landscapes because it is a 
very much changing landscape. But I think a lot of it is, is psychological for young people who are concerned about the future because it's, it's a symptom of, of, of the challenges we have related to how media is these days. There's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of opinions being brought forth as fact. Uh, there's a lot of thinking about the future instead of embracing what's happening right now, looking at where developmental tools are now staying current versus trying to get ahead when we don't know what's coming. So that's the thing about emergence. And that's the thing about transcendence. And what I'm experiencing is that the, a lot of people spend a lot of time and create a lot of entertainment around speculating about the future, but we're in such a singularity point of the last 80 years that it is, it is nigh impossible to predict what is going to come out of the changes that are going to occur within the next five years. And this is all based on generational theory. And uh, I think if you just have been paying attention, uh, there's, there's been a lot of um, technology coming to a head and AI is the aggregation of so much media creation and content and busyness and academic thinking and our relationship to information and truth. Uh, there's so much of that that is manifesting through AI that is also awakening this feeling of busyness being equivalent to value. And uh, that's something that I think Americans in particular are needing to reckon with. Uh, American millennials are needing to reckon with because we are just like a homework generation, right? We're just always thinking and busy. Like I had a friend of mine, we were having a, a night here at my apartment and we were watching Mean Girls. And at the end of the movie, uh, somebody brought up like a work thing. And I was like, I'm not on the clock right now. <laughs> and I remember kind of being in that space when I was younger in particular, where it was just like impossible to break away from work and busyness that it's almost like a default when things get silent or quiet. It's like, okay, what can I do? How can I be of use? And I think millennials in particular are very much thinking about like, how can I be of use? How can I constantly be busy to not seem like I'm worthless or not seem like I'm not contributing? You know, it's, it's almost trying to be the antithetical to the slacker mindset not even not mindset, but the slacker uh, criticism from that Gen X got and trying to actually do things. Gen X actually does things is what I'm saying. And millennials are keeping busy to look like we're doing more than we're actually doing. And so AI tools are creating uh, opportunities for efficiency. They're creating opportunities to get things done a lot faster. And I don't think the anxiety is around keeping up. I think the anxiety is around being replaced in terms of perception, not in actuality, because like me personally, I'm so excited that these tools can make my job exponentially faster. Like I I'm waiting for the day that I get, uh, I get something in Premiere, Adobe Premiere, that 
will look at the person, look at the cameras and automatically cut. So I don't have to watch the whole thing and do manual cutting between multiple cameras that it'll see someone's mouth moving and it'll automatically cut to that person. That's what I want right now. <laughs> like that's the thing I'm waiting for. Um, and I got to figure out how to, who to talk to, to try to propose that and make that happen. But I, I feel like I have a lot of ideas around these things and ways to help people embrace these things. Cause I don't, I don't think it's necessarily about intelligence or the ability or inability to keep up. It's about, transcending our own psychology to allow ourselves to keep up or to allow ourselves to to be replaced and in a sense that's what i'm dealing with with my transcendence is like what i'm doing right now in terms of the grunt work i need to allow myself to be replaced so that i can allow for emergence mm -hmm. and the next things that will be available mm -hmm. to me to actually be available to me in terms of time energy possibilities to emerge. So that's the, the letting go part of transcendence and the next stages of what's coming. And some of it, I think for me, I'm going to explore things. I'm going to see if, uh, AI is the thing to like play around with. I had this idea to start a YouTube channel, which I'm sure plenty of people are doing, but I, I certainly have a way of explaining things that people seem to resonate with. So I'm going to play with some AI tools relative to being a creative service person and kind of give my perspective and how this can be used and how to think about it and stuff like that. Um, I want to play with those ideas because I think I'm also trying to shift into a place where I am moving into a mentor role of, you know, having been a creative service person for so long, I've made a lot of mistakes. There are a lot of avoidable mistakes that others can make. I have a long relationship in history with mental health and psychology relative to my career, personality types, and that um, there's something about helping young people navigate not only the AI space, but their careers and to focus in a, in a lot of ways. So I think about wrestling in that, you know, still on the theme of wrestling because it was a long WrestleMania weekend. And a theme in wrestling is that when, when a wrestler gets to a certain stage of their career, something shifts where suddenly they're being asked by young wrestlers like, so what did you think? And asking for advice and, and all of that stuff. And, um, and, and there is a time when you start to put young wrestlers over. It's less about your own career and less about attaining championships and and getting to the top of the mountain and being the most popular because you've probably done all of those things already i feel like i'm in a place where i've done a lot of the things that i've wanted to do and so it's sort of a giving back period that's awakening for me and i'm still figuring out how but i'm i feel like i'm getting closer with what i've just been talking about and wanting to experiment with you know, what are the next steps here? Cause there's one thing for like a young person who is really into AI to be talking about it and they have all the data, but perhaps they lack the experience to integrate the data as to like how to utilize it into the next phases of their career, right? Like someone might be gung ho about like, this is the future you need to obsess over this, but but not everyone's going to obsess over it. And I don't think everyone needs to obsess over it. I don't think everyone needs to be 
uh, speculating about it. I don't think they need to make it their lives. I think people, a lot of people just need to figure out which tools are relevant to them, how to stay within the niche that they're needing to work within. Like if you're a designer, look for design tools. If you are someone who writes pitch decks and is a producer, like look for those tools. There are tools that will convert a text document into a slide deck for like pitch decks and presentations or, you know, um, text to speech. Uh, there's all sorts of different opportunities and, uh, building, um, no code websites, all sorts of stuff like that. And I think, I think that's something I, I, I very much want to explore is how to aggregate some of those tools and help people focus specific people. Um, there's a local, there's some, I mean, this, this is a college town. There's a lot of colleges here. There's uh, U of R here in Rochester, RIT uh, Technical Institute and all sorts of other things. And we've at our studio space, we work with college students uh, or college students come through and they like looking at our art and stuff like that. So there might be something relevant to that. So for me, it's just like opening up possibilities and, and perhaps um, also wanting to think in project terms versus like hourly. Like I'm, I'm so tired of working hourly for a living in which right now in my circumstance, if I will be um, transparent, it's, I'm just making enough to pay the bills. Like I'm not making anything extra to save money or spending money or anything like that, which is why I have these podcasts and the YouTube channel and I'm selling a book and I'm trying to make extra things happen so that I can actually have like an income. <laughs> I've, I've basically broken even for the last five years. Um, and I, I'm getting kind of tired of it, you know, and I don't need to, I'm not a person that needs to be extravagant. I don't need a lot of things, but I want to be able to take my kids to go see the Super Mario movie this weekend because I, I don't have the cash to do that. And it bums me out. Um, and I don't have the ability to, uh, to, to go on a vac like a vacation, like a cheap vacation, but a vacation, you know, um, and, and things like that, that I know that for me personally, I can't think about the future, which brings me joy to think about the future and plan for the future. I can't think about the future if I have no resources coming in, like no extra resources coming in that I can like build towards and that I'm just kind of like sitting and waiting <laughs> for something else to, to happen. And, uh, you know, for me, it's, it's, uh, I think it's, it's exploring some of, some of this territory, which is like, part of it is, is, is patience because this is sort of a bigger picture, long-term shift that is not going to pay dividends overnight. So I have to stay the course in a lot of ways and, um, and allow myself to be replaceable, not just like run away from what I'm currently doing, making sure that everything is a smooth handoff eventually. So, you know, it's, it's with thinking about the future with AI and transcendence and stuff like it, it AI is not the future. AI is here. AI, like machine learning, if I want to be more specific, you know, machine learning and being able to use things like chat GPT and creating slide decks and, uh, eliminating some of the grunt work is, is here.
and um, you know I think we're we're all facing the music <laughs> of of having to change what we're used to, uh, especially for me coming out of the pandemic a few years ago. It feels like um, it feels like I got stuck in the mud, and I I have to shake myself loose, you know. So yeah, that's it. I think. Thanks for listening to Happy Chemicals. I am Christian Rivera. I appreciate you very much. I have a book. It's called Happy Chemicals, a neurotic memoir, bit.ly slash happychemicalsbook. And we also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash happychemicals if you would like to support the podcast um, financially. Uh, if you are interested or curious about um, this like sort of AI mentoring or, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do any kind of coaching around. So if there's anything, if you're curious about just kind of talking with me and wanting to figure that out, let's, let's talk. Um, if you go to cnote.studio, I have a link tree there. Uh, all my social channels are there. You can send me a DM or an email or whatever, and we can chat and, uh, I don't know, play with possibilities and let's see what happens. So thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time on Happy Chemicals. See ya.